Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips, Demo Camilleri. How are you, gentlemen? Oh, mate. Oh. Summer and I'm wearing a beanie, a flanny, and track pants. I'm sick of this weather. Fantastic. Well, oh, not totally, it. not totally. I, I do prefer winter to summer, but I would have liked to have gotten a few warm days. I mean, look, it's been those warm Maybe days, warm. those humid ones. My chilli plants are looking fantastic, huh? <laughs> And I'm a wog. I'm allowed to speak like that. Don't get all wrestled. I don't think anyone's going to mind too much. So, <laughs> this week, with, with kind of news that's been popping off over the last probably six to nine months, really, there's been lots of mid-sized, but like AAA developers getting bought up recently. A lot of consolidation going on in the in the, the AAA space. I guess some of the, the big names recently have kind of been picked up by other companies. Uh, we saw Insomniac, they got bought by PlayStation middle of last year, uh, 220-odd million dollars. This week, we saw Gearbox get bought up um, by, uh, what's the name? Oh, well, basically like the THQ Nordic, the uh, the company that oversees, or oversees all of them for $1.2 billion. If, oh. Yeah. They're worth that much? No, I don't think they are. <laughs> or they brought it in Dogecoin. Yeah, yeah, that, they might have, that alien game got them over. <laughs> yeah, maybe something like. I don't know. The I I reckon if you because Insomniac was kind of the first of these buys, however long ago, you'd be kicking yourself now when you see that like you you sell yourself for two hundred million after million. after holding on for like fifteen twenty years like that. Sony wanted to buy them decades ago. Back when they were making Spyro on the PS1. Gearbox and they, says, hold my beer. Yeah, Gearbox, who's probably a worse... I mean, Gearbox is still a great company, but probably a worse company than Insomniac, or at least the quality of their games, worse. They went for like six times the price. You see Bethesda. Now, admittedly, that's a whole company with heaps of studios, but like $7.2 or whatever it was. Like, there's just money being thrown around left, right, and center, and Insomniac, after all those years of holding off, finally took money, and they didn't take nearly enough, it seems. But... Because all that stuff's kind of been going on lately, uh, we thought we'd take a look at some other companies that are in a kind of similar position. We just we've got a little list of seven uh, different developers who make like really high end AAA titles, but they don't really have a home. They're not um, owned by well, like they might you know, tear up some publishing deals from time to time, but they don't actually have a home. So we're we've uh, we're putting them up for adoption. Um, they're putting them up for adoption. So adoption them for adoption. Adopt a developer twenty twenty one. Um, we're, yeah, so we're, we've got seven, uh, seven studios, Bluepoint, Remedy, From Software, Bungie, um, IO Interactive, uh, Level 5 and Platinum Games. And we're going to see if we can find, uh, what might be the best fit for each of those. Um, maybe we start with, uh, the bottom of the list, work our way up, Platinum Games. They've obviously done a lot of games for a lot of different people over the, over the years, but Platinum. do either of you have a have a place you think would fit them best? Yes. Go on, Damo. <laughs> get, get us going. Pregnant All pause. Right. So, Platinum, uh, they are Bayonetta. Yep. Yeah. Astral Chain, and Near Automata. Yep. Yep. And... Done some really cool stuff. And because they've done some really cool stuff, and they pretty much work for Nintendo when it came to Bayonetta, and, oh, is it... What was that game? The remake that came out. It wasn't a remake. Ah, oh, it was like a hero game or something. Oh, like Wonderful One Hundred and One. No. That's 
that it? No, that's probably it. Yeah, Mighty Hero, Hero number nine. Oh, Mighty number nine. That little two D side scrolling piece of shit. That was meant to be like yeah. a Mega Man game. Yeah, and sucking everyone in. But look, that's besides the point. They fit in with Nintendo ridiculously well. They're pretty friendly with them these days. Oh, the wonderful, the the wonderful one hundred one. Yeah, wonderful one hundred one. Yeah, it is. So just just that in general, keeping that and Bayonetta, and Nintendo have a pretty alright relationship with Microsoft, or you know, so it's like you can kind of produce these games with that company and then like lease it out to do things for Microsoft, if that makes sense. Like you can make really nice pre games because obviously this game company can. And it kind of works in a really weird way. Like so I mean, yeah, the Astral Chain, World of Demons. See, even yeah. on Android, they've they've got stuff going on Android, but it's like you know, you can make a lot of stuff for Nintendo and the Switch, hold it on for as long as you want, and then take it over. Like, Scalebound. Scalebound. Okay. Taken too Canceled soon. Canceled by Microsoft Studios. But Nintendo could just, like, pump enough money in there to let them do something like that. And it ends up on Xbox, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, but hey, we're taking this much of the profit. And Microsoft would kind of go, yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty crappy. But then we get this great game, and we have no games. You know what I mean? It's a weird, it's a weird placement, but it is a good placement at the same time because it's like there's stuff that fits and there's stuff that doesn't with platinum on Nintendo. Yes, because well, I mean they, you know, they did Mad World on on the Wii back in the day. Like they they do stuff that doesn't really fit Nintendo yet is still on Nintendo platform, so it's possible. Maddo, what do you think? Did you have anyone in mind? I was the same. I said Nintendo, but then I thought, wouldn't it be funny if Sony got them? <laughs> um, I mean, hey, it'd that's be not... called Platinum Games. It'd be a nice change. Oh, what? Because the because uh, of all the like when their games go platinum and all that sort of stuff. Oh, and the trophies and shit. Yes, holy crap! Why didn't I think of that? It's right there in the. It it's right there in the title. I mean, you, you've recently just stooped into you know platinum chasing with my name is Mayo, so uh, it's, it's all fresh game. in the head. I'm just used to it. I've platinum just been that shit for chasing, platinum chasing. <laughs> just he just fell into what? platinum chasing. It's almost worse than those ghost chases. <laughs> uh, I'd say it's more fun. <laughs> um, Make a whole TV series of platinum chases. I mean, they'd kind of fit, but also be. Yeah, there is one kind of different within PlayStation. Obviously, you know, play, PlayStation gets a lot of criticism because all their games are... They kind of fit like a certain... They fit in a certain basket. They might look different or be set in a different thing, but they're third-person action games, and I guess Platinum is still that, but they're also kind of wild and crazy and stupid in a lot of ways as well. So like, it'd be a nice change of pace, I guess. Kojima. Well, yeah, the... Jeez. Part, part of Platinum and Kojima up. That'd be huge. Imagine what Astral and, Chains would be and, then. And they've kind of done it in the past, actually, anyway, because they made... Don't, uh... don't give Astral Chain any more, Matto. That game is enough in its own right. Nintendo, okay, owns, don't... Nintendo owns Astral Chain now. Uh, there was something that came and out that's, last that's, week. They they own the whole rights. So. 
they can own whatever they want, but just keep it as it is right now, okay? Make an expansion, make a sequel, that's fine. Do whatever crazy shit you want with it. But currently, as it stays in its own goddamn uni- pocket universe of effed up Nintendo stuff, <laughs> you know? Oh, sorry, not Nintendo, Japan stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. That's fair. Um, for me, I had I did have Nintendo listed initially, but I also thought Capcom. Um, Capcom works obviously because Capcom's killing it at the moment, but also um, Platinum Games, like their history is actually with Capcom. They made Okami back in the day under a different studio name. It was called Clover yeah, Studios. Um, and so they, they were they were all partnered up for years and years, and then they kind of split off and because they wanted to go off and do their own thing. But I, I could see them maybe going full circle and coming back. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Capcom down there for myself, but. Um, I could see Nintendo or PlayStation very easily. Nintendo was my first thought for all the reasons that we kind of mentioned before. Sony is not something I considered, but that'd be brilliant. And I don't know, Capcom's brilliant. maybe got a there's a there's a brilliant. like a romantic side to that one where they've they kind of started there and came back came back at some point. Uh, next publisher, uh, sorry, next developer, uh, Level Five. So they're responsible for the likes of uh, Professor Layton, Neo Cooney. There's those Zumo 11 soccer games or whatever the hell they are. Heaps of stuff, though. Um, e- even more recently, uh, what do you call it? The Yoko- Yokai Watch on the on the DS and all those sorts of things as well. smashing that stuff out. Um, the only thing for them is recently they kind of... I don't know, they had, must have been in a bit of financial trouble and they kind of started bringing everything back in-house into Japan again. So, well, given that... There was a... There was a... a a pandemic an epidemic yeah which seems to have uh, kicked a few people in the ass but where do you where do you think uh damon will just keep going in that same si- uh, circle so uh where do you think would be a good home for level five? Oh, it's that was easy it was as soon as you said like yokai watch stuff like i mean i look i've done my research i try to find things that fit and i do believe that bandai namco entertainment oh, yeah. It's a perfect fit because not only they already own the Digimon series of video games, and that it just kind of that level five just fits really well in some into something like that. Um, you know, you oh, look here, obviously, you can Dragon Quest. Well, that's Square Enix. Eight. Oh yeah, but they, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, they did they did make it for Square Enix at one point, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that was a long time. Um, Holy shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at it recently and you just kind of go, like, obviously it fits with a fair few different companies and stuff like that. But because there's such a huge focus on that yokai stuff. And, Japan and frosted sure over that. Bandai, Bandai are Japanese, but I think they yeah. also can publish outside of there. Yeah, they publish out, they they publish out here. Yeah. In fact, in yeah. Australia, they're like a massive distributor for a whole bunch of different things. Like they, yeah, they put that's si- it. That's uh, what I was, out here I think and they like did, Square Enix titles like, out here. They get stuff out, so you know it'd be handy. Because I mean, look, everything can. I mean, just in Australia, I was thinking, um, especially everything cycles very quickly. Like, uh, like I look at my nephew and I just see the toys that he plays with, and it's like, oh look. Uh, Are we back to like some, cycle like, back trans- to yo-yos? Yeah, there was like some kind of transformer car thing. Then that moved on to Bakugan, which I'm like, man, Bakugan was when I was a teenager. That stuff was floating around. I was like, I don't get this. 
uh, and now there's Beyblades. And I'm like, man, Beyblades were in when I was like definitely in high school. I remember them. And it's like, holy shit, like, this is just recycling packet? through. Pardon? Was it out of a chip out... packet? No. No, well, they're, they're dark rubbish. They don't make nothing in a chip packet anymore. <laughs> Australian government doesn't like you doing that. That's why there's no toys inside cereal boxes. Oh, really? Assholes. Is that because, like... Yeah, it's just health promotion. And all, all the all the crusty clown, like the little razor discs that are inside? No. no. All, the, all those chemicals. So I'll, I'll pay that. We're all scum compared to crusty, but, like... The little bandsaws that are trapped inside? Toy guns <laughs> in circular saws. Toy... And there was a toy gun in a pie packet once. Nice. I have no idea about that. What the hell happened? Well, that, there? Was, that was a bad Houston story. Oh, yeah, I have to yeah. I mean, chase look, that one up. All important, though, in cereal boxes is clearly just getting Age of Empires. Let's not forget yes. the, the peak. Nutri-grain. The peak of, of freebies. But, um, yeah, They've no, never so sold more Nutri-Grain at that time. Bandai, even uh, oh, I was going to say Konami, but it's not Konami. I can't think of the other company that I thought of, but we'll just stick with Bandai being my number one pick. Good luck. I'm all for it. Matto, what are you thinking? I was just saying Nintendo because all I knew was Professor Layton games and that was it. Mm. I didn't really look, put much research into level five. I just thought, oh yeah. I know Professor Layton. You can go Nintendo. I know the first four levels. Level five is nothing. <laughs> What's one more? Who cares? <laughs> Who wants to look at all the rest of it? No, I mean, they got some cool other stuff. Lots of RPGs and those sorts of things. And then, yeah, Professor Layton. So I could, I could see Nintendo working out. Um, for me, I had Square Enix. Again, they do lots of RPGs. So Square Enix is probably a pretty good fit. And if... If uh, some of their issues are financial at the moment, well, they've got lots of money. So that'll help prop them up, probably get uh, some better marketing and those sorts of things to maybe get the games out there and expose a bit more. Things like Nino Cooney, for example, like uh, one of the best JRPGs of the last 10 years and not many people bought it because not, not many people knew about it. Um, and yet it looked gorgeous. Yeah. It had that Studio Ghibli yeah. style. The first game definitely did. Um, second game because it was co-developed with them. The second game, you didn't have Ghibli with them, but they still tried to kind of recreate that style and did a pretty damn good job of it too. And then the the games themselves are ah. awesome. So I don't like lots of RPGs. That instantly becomes a big Square Enix sort of possibility. I did have Bandai Namco initially, but yeah, I think maybe just for the that financial support, Square Enix might be more important to them. Yeah, Square was my second choice. I just didn't write it down. Next it was one, them or them? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I mean, they're they're the two kind of big ones that aren't PlayStation or Nintendo over there. Um, the next one I've got is IO Interactive. So a lot of people are kind of thinking about them at the moment because they just recently put out Hitman Three, um, and basically all they do is Hitman. But it is worth noting that they are their next game after Hitman is a James Bond title. They've got the license to James Bond. Um, hopefully it's... Well, I mean, we've just seen the GoldenEye remaster that's just popped up online. Uh, I can't wait to actually give that a crack myself. But, um, you know, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of hope around this new James Bond title. So who is the publisher we think would be best to scoop up IO Interactive if all this was to actually happen? Okay. Damo. This is... 
this isn't what's gonna happen, but this is definitely what I would want to happen, okay? In a theoretical world, MGM movie studios that produce the Bond movies go, hey, you did a really good job with our game, Bond game. So we're going to create a game studio and you're going to be the first people that we absolve. Not that all their games, future games, are movie-based, but just so that MGM realized that movies took a massive hit during COVID and it might happen again, but games went up in sales. They create their own studio, so MGM Game that's, Studios or Interactive. I would never have thought never about like just that. building a new that's publisher. Just, yeah, I know. That's it. And this is it. This is how good this podcast is. We're reaching new levels when Damien does research. Yes. <laughs> but I just do think that because of how well they've done with Hitman, they don't need to do more. Like they, That's going to kind of keep them afloat. The Bond game will probably be just as good and keep them as afloat. It's like it can't be that crap. Like... I mean, I say that, and there's been games that have tanked. <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, it's that Fall Guys game that was terrible. Bankrupt the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Just while he was drinking, had to slide it in there. Watch. But um, no. So yeah, creating its own studio, and it's just again. I mean, it could be picked up by Sony, or it could be picked up by Microsoft, or whatever. Yada yada yada. Down the track. But so that's interesting. If they do make a new. If they make a new studio, the movie thing, then they can listen to those people and say, hey, let's make a Hitman movie, but don't make it shit. And listen yeah. to the... It could work two ways. Everybody oh, wins. Because they... How, how, not to, how not to make a... Because no, we've, we've had a Hitman movie and then we've had an Agent 47 movie and they were like no, two different attempts, rubbish. I think. And they are both shit. They both sucked. There was two movies. I think. I feel. I feel like there was. I feel like. Yeah, no, no, no. I I believe there was two. I'm just. I haven't seen either. Very interested now. I saw the I saw the Hitman one, and it was shit. Don't watch it. It's it was horrible. It was horrible. Alright, 2015. Demo's IT really works. Then, if you go on, yeah. Um, 2007. Build build a whole publisher. Bring IO in as your first studio, and then yeah, they kind of riff off each other to make a movie. And obviously, IO does the main thing, which is making awesome just, games, Hitman games. They can just and make. Bond. They can just make all the Bond movie games, just past ones. That could work. Oh, what, except one for, Goldeneye. One for except, every except movie. Goldeneye. Yeah, there's 26 games lined up. Done. Holy shit! Or except Goldeneye. Leave Goldeneye alone. Well, yeah, no, Go- Goldeneye can stay as it is. World is not enough. You can have yeah. a go at because EA absolutely stuffed that up, and any other Bond game EA made, go ahead. Seems to be a bit of a trend with EA and uh, big, famous film licenses, like Star and not Wars, very good games, and Bond, <laughs> and I'm sure they've done other things too. Harry Potter they had for a while. Um. Oh yeah, I forgot about Harry Potter. Matter. Completely forgot about that. What were you thinking? Because. Well, uh, clearly, one... Damon was thinking outside the box. Neither of us thought about building a publisher, so... No. Well, my first thought was Square Enix, but then I realised Square Enix used to own them and yeah. sold them off. So I thought, no, we won't go that way. So then it was my a weird next one, actually. Was... Like, for anyone who's not familiar with that, like they straight up let him go and said, you can t- you can take Hitman with you. It wasn't even like, oh, we're going to keep the IP, piss off. Like, like, no, they just they let him take it with him, which was a pretty nice gesture. 
So then my next thought was I couldn't really figure out a home for them. But then I thought, why not take two interactive? Oh yeah, why is that? Because I think all their other games that they have are third person. Like they have, they have some ownership of Rockstar. It's all third person. I'm pretty sure there's another thing in there. I couldn't remember. Well, like all there, the mafia but... games and those, and for example. Yeah, all third person. Yeah. That could all, all almost work. That's what I thought. I thought take two because I thought Ubisoft. I thought nah, wouldn't fit in a Ubisoft type. I'll, I'll I'll piggyback in there. I'll just, I'll throw mine in while while we're going down that path. And I did put Ubisoft because at least at that point Ubisoft can put out a famous stealth game. Because fuck, they're not doing it with Splinter Cell. So well, let, maybe, let's get let's get someone out there doing one of these stealth franchises. Well, maybe they bring him in to do Splinter Cell. Holy shit! <laughs> Please. No, they're they're different sorts of stealth games. But yeah, I, I did think Ubisoft. But anyway, Matt, I go on. Keep going with your logic though. No, that was it. Oh, that was it. Um, that was it. Yeah, I think I think the only thing that kind of IO has been making awesome games. The only thing that they've struggled with is sales. So I think that's kind of just getting it out there in front of people and exposure. So so I like as I was kind of going through ideas, I had EA, I had Activision, I had Ubisoft. I had those three as kind of the main ones, and I kind of thought about Take Two, but they're going to come up shortly. Um, I I had those three as my main ones because they're just they're big companies. Lots of advertising money, so Hitman will get seen by lots, lots and lots of people, um, and that's probably what that franchise has needed um, over the years. So, as a result, I then cut out EA and Activision because they'll probably ruin the ruin the game with uh, I don't know if it's it's just microtransactions through the ass. No, if you want to get the rubber ducky so you can kill this person, or if you want this poison, you're gonna have to uh, give us five bucks. Then you have the poison, then you can kill the person. Okay. So poisoned him. But I mean, look, we glanced over it, but really, Square deserves a bit of credit for that kind of generosity. There, that was yeah, it's well, they, pretty, they... pretty unheard of in, in within you know companies. So yeah, there was no sale, there was no Hats. ugliness, no one lost a job. It was just okay, Hats guys. Off like, to him, so here's a, here's a gold away present. Yeah, yeah, I've Hitman. Take Hitman with you. Yeah. It's all right. It's yours. Keep it. And to be fair, I don't think any other studio could really work on that franchise. And it's like they've really built themselves up to work on that franchise, which makes it really kind of crazy weird that they're going to work on a Bond game. Like, is it basically just going to be Hitman, but with Hitman James Bond with instead? Hair. It's just Hitman with hair. So, I don't know. We'll no, see. no, it'd be a little bit different. I, I, I think it would be, but I just can't even imagine what sort of game they'd make because that's all they've ever made. From day one, that studio's only made Hitman games. Well, remember the one of those old patched episodes where we discussed uh, the future of superhero games, and you know it was like Jesus, like Batman's done such a defining job of creating these incredible games, and then Spider-Man come along and it's like, <laughs> you thought you could only play Batman as a good character? <laughs> Sorry for anyone listening on headphones. I it just peaked. <laughs> there he is, just exploded. Now it's fine. Um, so next one's Bungie. Then- Wait, Dead Square Enix can... Oh, hey, here's an Avengers game. Then I was like... Yeah, piss that what shit off. What is this? It's from the guys who made Tomb Raider. It's going to be good. Of course it is. And it's just... Is there any... Okay, so deaths? this one, you are ready for this one? This one, this one's a good one. I've got a good one for Bungie. I'd love for you to say. You'll never see it coming. Activision right? or Xbox. The world... <laughs> 
the world has crumbled. The financial crisis after COVID has just ruined everyone. Even Bungie is like, oh my god, people can't afford to play Destiny and make a billion microtransactions for us to make money. What are we gonna do? And then, obviously, this gaming company has become a powerhouse from absorbing so much. And they've created giant obelisks that just go across the planet, slaving mankind, and just absorbing more companies. And they come peacefully over Bungie, and they're like, Fear Spencer of Xbox, please! Microsoft <laughs> Studios, give us another chance! We'll make you a Halo! We'll make you anything you want! <laughs> that's it. That's, that's, that's how far it goes, right? Like, Because there's no other way! We're getting a decent Halo game, ever. And... Oh, he's gone. He's just straight up dropped out of the call. Sorry, everyone, while we fix the video. Here he comes. He's on the way. Damo, you just need to make sure you turn your video on, mate, once you're back in there. Holy shit, there's no... Like... Oh, my... Here he comes. Oh, my God, what the hell happened? You got so excited that you broke the internet. I was so excited. Microsoft! Microsoft to try and take me down. That's it. Bungie and Microsoft. Phil Spencer heard his name. He's like, what? Audio listeners, just go check out the video for that bit. Shut it down. <laughs> but, it's almost as good as that time he, fro he just froze and then was in ultra slow mode. No, oh, that was great. <laughs> Classic but, patch. Yeah, no, look, Bungie, really good fit. If they did need to get absolved by somebody, they, I mean, I guess they'd take a chance with Microsoft. Microsoft would be happy to have them back. They know that they can build good games with yeah, them combined. There. It's not a it's not a far stretch. It's not as crazy as you know creating a whole new gaming studio, but you know it's on that realm of possibility. That yeah, I can see it on the horizon, um, especially with the way Microsoft are going. Just like going, 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 going. You need games. Yeah, I can make them. They can make them in really high quality. Mado, who do you have? I'm I'm exactly the same. Oh, you had Xbox. I had yeah Microsoft as well because the one thing that Microsoft need is a good first party game, and Bungie could almost be that company that could yeah. do it. Yeah, I mean they've they've got gears, but yeah, I, I felt what you mean. Gears on its own, gears still not enough. They need some. They need something else. You can't just live off Gears and Halo for the next 20 years. You've so you're not the same go. as Demo, though, where you'd bring them back in and then get them to make Halo again? Oh, if it makes Halo better, then go for it. By all means. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. My only Send worry is... I... The other company just go, piece of paper just says, you're in, they're in, you're out. <laughs> just piss off 343, get out of here. That was my only worry. Is like I did think about Xbox for a while when I wrote, oh, when I wrote that one down, like, if they brought them back in, what happens to 343 Industries, the guys who, like, that literally were made to make Halo games, who, you know, aren't smashing it out of the park? Well, everyone seems to forget that Halo 4 was kind of loved by a lot of people at first, and it just seems to have kind of, over time, people have seemed to grow to dislike that one a little bit. But Halo 5 was kind of trash out the gate outside of the multiplayer. That story was shit-ass. Um, yeah, I look, know, I liked uh, 4, but it was definitely no... It wasn't Halo 1, 2, 3, I know, like the or Reach. story of Reach was great. Yeah. 4 was, like, interesting. It was taking a different direction. The Spartan Ops was really cool. 
I feel like they've done some cool things, but they always just get something wrong as well. Yeah, I mean, I just I feel like it's one of those things, right, where it's like they did they did well, four did well, but then the pressure of being, you know, it's it's tough. And now it's like there's, there was no support. It didn't go. It wasn't going anywhere. I, I don't know all the stories, so it's like. Well, the multiplayer in five's kind of shit. Out. Uh, sorry, is awesome, but yeah, the story's shit out. In four, the argument was that the the um the campaign was pretty good, and like you said, like the story was kind of cool and went the directions they were going with it. But then the multiplayer wasn't all that great. Then they put out the Master Chief Collection, which just didn't work for about two years. Like they just they get so close every single time and don't quite get it right. So I could see like um, Bungie coming in and screaming, like, let's just, like, you're that close, let's just finish the job and you know, make an awesome game for them. But I don't know. I I feel like you just, you bring a Bungie in and then, I don't know, probably fire like 200 people. I don't think uh, Xbox necessarily wants to do that. But um, I had Take Two because oh, okay. they, they uh, matter your point before about them having lots of third person games and all that sort of, sort of thing is, is bang on the money, um, but with Gearbox disappearing uh, this week um, to go off and uh, and oh, presumably do maybe person. yeah ah. that well they they had they had Borderlands obviously but like I assume they're probably going to want to try and find a way to keep that franchise going. But if Gearbox is going, it leaving, and I, I can't remember who actually owns the IP. I can't remember if Gearbox owns it or Take Two owns it, but they're either missing the IP and the developer, or at the very least the developer. Um, so they might be looking for a kind of a loot em, shoot em title, not necessarily in that Borderlands sort of theme in terms of style and personality, but like that that model, like just constantly coming back, loot drops, guns everywhere, that sort of thing. So and Destiny's, Destiny. Yeah, yeah, basically, you know, they'd be the home for like Destiny 3. At the moment, um, Budgie's self-publishing and seems to be doing pretty well financially as a result, but... Take two could give them a good home. Next one's one of the big ones. Uh, From Software. So the makers of Dark Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. They're working on Elden Ring at the moment. Um, who did we have in mind? From what? From Software? From Software. Uh, Activision. I had Activision, but that was my go-to. I also saw that this could be one of those things where they become so successful that they create their own. Oh, he's outside the box again. Thing, thing again. Where they just become their own publisher studio. Like you know what I mean? They're big enough. Like what Bungie? Done, so they self-publish. Done heaps, yeah. And but like one that does look after these smaller companies that you know eventually don't do, um, don't do as well, especially during other times. It's like, hey. You know, kind of like what um, what's that game called that everyone liked? Cards Against Humanity. Pretty much what they oh, did. They started yeah. so small thing, and then when Kickstarter's becoming really big and big, and that people were like, how are we going to produce all these cards for these? Like, we didn't expect to get as many orders. Cards Against Humanity were like, yo, we have like our own factory now that we produce all our stuff because it's worldwide. We'll let you print on our machines, and it was like, wow. So then they like just because they become so big. I just kind of use that as an example. Yeah, it was like, no, it's a good one. Yeah, they've done so well on their own. Like there is, oh my god, I'm so sorry if anyone can hear any of that crap. But um, I mean, look, we got Armored Core that could keep my flow for years. Like, you know, mech game. 
<laughs> but the Souls, one of the Souls things, games yeah, make them millions. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah, they can do whatever. So, but I just thought if they become their own thing, eventually they could be just one of those launching pads for for smaller, smaller things. Makes sense. Mado, who do you have in mind? We're well, clearly I thinking have... within the box. Damo's a Damo's a big picture yeah. thinker here, so we're we're too close minded. Well, for some reason <laughs> I thought and he's just walked off. Uh, he's still for some listening. reason I thought <laughs> he's left the building. Uh, I thought Capcom. Oh, for yeah. some odd reason. I think just being the whole Resident Evil scary, suspenseful. It's like the Souls games just kind of leading into uh, leaning into the the horror that they already have going. Yeah, pretty much. It was either that or Sega, but I thought maybe not Sega. That's not their type of thing. Consistently yeah. good games is not Sega's thing. Their thing's just Olympic games with Mario and friends. And Yakuza. That's just Sega. And Yakuza. And I that's guess really Persona, it. but that's, an, that's another company they just kind of own. And Daytona. They make Daytona arcade. games. No, that arcade game? Oh, that one from way back. Right. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, okay. that one. That one. Well, yeah, that one. The one that's all in every movie cinema, or used to be, until yeah, the claw machine came in and ruined uh, it for everyone. The claw machine. Gift. <laughs> um, I thought Capcom. Yeah. I had banned on Amco, um, and that's maybe that's a like an easy get out of jail card because they've published tons of their their stuff already. Um, they they published Dark Souls in parts of the world. Uh, the, sorry, Demon Souls, the original Demon Souls, back in parts of the world where Sony didn't bother. Um, they've they've published a whole bunch of the Dark Souls games. They are publishing Elden Ring when it comes out. From Software only kind of jumped ship for a little while when they did Bloodborne exclusively with PlayStation. They did uh, they worked with Activision for Sekiro, but then they've come back to Bandai. So I'm wondering if maybe Bandai's kind of toss the wallet out there and is maybe considering picking him up so that's that's kind of my choice there but I do see all the other ones and Damo again thinking outside the box keeping us all on our toes second last one is uh, Remedy so lots of people know them for their old games like Max Payne but in more recent years Alan Wake Quantum Break and then most recently Control um, where would be a good home for for uh, for Remedy because they, they kind, of, kind of come up with some weird and wild sort of stuff even though they're still just third person shooters at the end of the day where would be a good home? Ooh Oh Wait, so that was Remedy, yeah? Yeah, Remedy Oh yeah, I gave them to Microsoft Because of their history Microsoft. or? Microsoft. Yeah, the history Microsoft could do with a company like them like, you know, it's one of those weird things, right, where it yeah, the current trend, I can actually see it happening, which doesn't make sense that they haven't picked them up already. But I guess... I reckon they probably are. Maybe they're waiting. They're waiting for it. And yeah, maybe they're like, no, nah, that's all right. And it's like, we just saw how much you spent on Bethesda. And it's like, yeah, but you're not Bethesda. You know what I mean? It could have been one of those things. Uh, but yeah. But no seriously, if you want to give us $7.2 billion, go for it. Yeah. Make one game yeah. every three years and be rich as fuck. Yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely going to um, yeah Microsoft on that one. No, no, no big, crazy, outlandish things there. I don't want to get killed by a novelist. Feels <laughs> listening. <laughs> Giant flying. He's everywhere. Just 
Matto? I went with Ubisoft for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Because when I played Control, I thought, hey, they could make a really good Star Wars game. Holy shit. Yes. And they, Ubisoft's obviously working on Star Wars these days. Not not on their own. EA's still doing it, and other companies are yeah. too, but that'd so be sweet. Because Jesse uses the Force in that game, and you just kind of see it, the layout and all that, easily a Star Wars game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, whether they go to Ubisoft or not, I have no idea, but the Star Wars idea, them working on Star Wars is brilliant. Just uh, just make the story Brilliant. make sense and it'll be all good. That's all they need. I can get but that. Might that. Confuse, but that might confuse people. Yeah, it'll be a super confusing game, which, I don't know, maybe maybe that's a counter for them to get Star Wars because people, I don't know, people like their Star Wars simple. Whether that, whether whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, people seem to like their Star Wars simple. So maybe well, Remedy, Remedy's off. a little bit too highbrow for it. I don't know. Start off with like Luke, Chewbacca... And whoever else, and then a ship comes and just lands on them. <laughs> and out strolls. And out strolls whoever you like. Yeah, let's just go from there. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> With a lightsaber ready to kick ass. And then Jar Jar tries to open the lightsaber and he pokes himself in the eye, and then he, <laughs> he's dead. Credits. Done. Credits. Um, well. Similar sort of idea that I didn't imagine Star Wars. I had Warner Brothers, so WB Games, um, just because they got lots of money to oh, throw the around. One, the previous one we were talking about. <laughs> yeah. So they've got. Uh, yeah, They've last got time. Well, they. Money? Not up for sale in the end. So um, I thought, yeah, WB might be a good spot. Uh, similar sort of logic as to when I was talking about uh, IO before. Like they're. Um, marketing dollars and all the advertising money that just comes from the fact that you're Warner Brothers just means it it should help get the games out there which has kind of been their biggest issue is that people like the games are awesome people don't buy them even when you're partnered with Microsoft um, like what they did with Alan Wake and Quantum Break just because it wasn't their number one priority you know Halo and Gears and those sorts of things they just never I guess gave them enough money to get the game out there and see it on buses or billboards or popping up on YouTube ads all the time and all that sort of thing like missed opportunities whereas I think WB would absolutely do that because you know when a Batman game gets announced for example or even that Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy um, which got delayed to next year but like holy shit there was just ads everywhere straight away Um, so it's hard to get out of your face when they make those announcements so I reckon they'd be a good fit for them last publisher oh sorry last developer i should say um is the one that i there's a lot of people talking about uh, talking about this mob on the internet and where they should go and most people seem to have one idea in mind i i mirror that but uh blue point um so they're they're basically been known as a remaster studio for quite some time they they remastered metal gear um two and three for konami they did a port of the original Titanfall to get that on the Xbox 360 and PC maybe while while Respawn did the, the Xbox One version. And then recently they've basically just been a mile up PlayStation's ass with uh, like God of War ports and uh, they did remasters of Demon's Souls and Shadow of the Colossus. So where should they go? Demo? Wow. I haven't given this place any love all episode. He's I'm going back to my boys. Are going to come after me? 
I reckon they, they'll call me a shill, a Microsoft shill. Holy shit, he's doing it. It's actually going to Sony. <laughs> Sony, Sony Interactive. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give Microsoft any more power, as as we have discussed. They have Obelisk in my universe, and they're absolving and enslaving mankind. And poor Sony. I'm just and gonna like you know, Photoshop a Keith. an Xbox Series X just into the background of your shot, like. It's just you know been what? Sitting I'm just gonna get a green screen for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my your job easier. I'm just gonna give it a green screen so you can just constant garbadors or whatever they you know. Yes. Long overdue. Uh, no, and I, I did. I, I had a good think about it. it. They fit, you know, in a couple of good places, and they do, you know, a lot of good. But it's like it's one of those things where Sony can do good for them, and they do good for Sony. It's. I mean, and that's how I kind of look at like thing because it was Remedy and Bluepoint were the first two that I looked into. So of course, off the straight of the gun, like the creative juices weren't as flowing, and um, yeah, so got, so got going with them, you know, and then all of a sudden, this mob can make their own publisher, and this mob can make their own publisher, and James Bond's for everyone. Um, that's it. Smash it, Smash. Who do you think? They can go to Nintendo and just remake. All their back catalogue of all games. Holy shit! Like, 64. where would they start? Like, where would you want they them to start? Sixty-four, and then to the game. Remake team. Ocarina of Time. No, like they can just skip over that. Oh. It's been remade too many times. Well, I'd say it's just been a port every single time. But like the full on remake Donkey Kong sixty-four. Oh, can you imagine the DK rap remade? Like full on remade, not a remaster, here, just polished here, edges, like straight go. up from scratch. I don't even care Dump about the rest scale. of the game. Like the the DK wrap, four K, round edges, HDR. I guess. I mean, look at the the you know the the fur physics on them. Holy shit, that'd be huge. That's fur. Who was the, they? Some company put out a game and they just made a bit. Oh, I think it's Ratchet. They make a make a deal about the, the the physics and the like the hair physics and all that sort of stuff on them, but yeah, Nintendo be Nintendo would work. I did think we were going to be unan- unanimous on this one, so Matto, thanks for thanks for ruining that. Honestly, uh, Sony Sony is easily the 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 number the, the front runner. Um, I think in the minds of most people, I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. I feel like this year might be the year where that actually happens, but. Uh, They've they've got a good thing going with those those recent remakes. I'd love to see them make their own game at some point. Um, and I reckon Called, they... um, remaster simulator. <laughs> it's just a game engine. It's like dreams. It's just a game engine to remake whatever you just, games you, you want just to bring make. Whatever game you want to bring in, and you can remaster it. And just like dreams and Little Big Planet and all those sorts of things, it ends up just people get in there and keep making Mario levels. <laughs> they just keep remaking Mario games. So Nintendo's just getting free dollars. And so we all managed to win with that one. So, yeah, I mean, they're, they're just... PlayStation's got a ton of stuff in their back catalogue as well that just doesn't get any love these days. They remake Siphon Filter? That'd be a good one. I want to see a high-res high burning man from the Zap. I watched a stream of that yeah, last of what, night. Siphon Filter? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's just playing, playing through whatever games he wants and he's like, Oh, you know what, lads? I've played Siphon Filter in a very long time, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And it is—it looks 
so much worse than I remember accent, it, but it's so goddamn good. Yeah, I've listened to Matthew a, a fair amount. I've picked up on a couple of his <laughs> things. Cold Hulk. But uh, before we finish up, go before on. we go, I think there's one studio. One studio we didn't talk about. Oh, okay. And that, that was Rockstar Games. Okay. They're owned by Take-Two. Right? Yes, but this is the thing, right? They're going to have so much money from <laughs> from Grand Theft Auto that they're actually going to buy out. They'll take buy two. out. They're going to absolve <laughs> Take Two to become, and then Take Two will be producing games for Rockstar. That's you know, if we're talking kidding? about just... crazy things that happened in this gaming world, you know, Obelisk and everything like that. This yeah, is going to happen as well. This is this is. This is ultimate power. Is what I'm pretty sure like. they'll be able to buy Take Two from their first day earnings from the new Grand Theft Auto game if they ever make it. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, but I mean, like, all, we've all had the... a whole uh, five people working on this. It's uh, just uses the old engine of uh, Grand Theft Auto One, and new fucking simpletons will buy it because uh, it's Grand Theft Auto. It costs twenty five dollars to make, and it's broken, but you'll love it. <laughs> I just imagine now that, four, like, but the driver is fixed. <laughs> I just imagine now that, like, uh, to at that point, we never see another NBA two K game ever again because you can just go and play it in, in GTA six because they just bought them. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. There's entire games inside Grand Theft Auto. The neighborhood. Now. That's that's how what it becomes. It becomes the new like GTA Oasis is or video games. online sword art online, whatever. Like whatever second, stuff you put on the VR headset, and and you that. go into a world. You're just living in Brunescape. San Andreas or Vice City or whatever. Like Portal. <laughs> you just play you just go into different worlds and play. Yeah. Damo really has done a ton of research for this one, because that, that that like just to leave us with that one. Uh it's just, just trying to imagine <laughs> like just imagine the new Ratchet and Clank game and just this big portal rift comes open and Trevor Phillips comes through that portal. <laughs> <laughs> It just starts punching everyone and swearing. Be great. I can, I can I get around I that. Never the gun, mate. With Wade with him. Ted Price and folks at Insomniac, I know you're listening. Uh, just find a way to squeeze Tre- Trevor Phillips into to Ratchet and Clank. You've delayed it for whatever reason, clearly. So just time to squeeze him in there. Go for it. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap things up there. Uh, we've now covered eight publishers in the end, uh, or eight developers in the end, that uh, one in, that's just going to consume the entire world uh but as uh, yeah seven other developers there that uh, we found a home for all of them uh we'll, we'll see what happens with some of them and uh, not one not one of them went to ea i think that's a win thank god um and long may that continue so we'll wrap things up there if you enjoyed this episode be sure to like share subscribe all the buttons down below hit the notification bell that way you're alerted to every new video the moment goes live that includes pa- uh, more patched player two plays like game review game of school and a whole bunch more awesome stuff there so subscribe and go and check it out Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, uh, the audio version of Patch, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers early access, higher tiers monthly episode exclusives, and then there's Twitter. Damo, where can you be found? At Tacos Talks. What are you doing? I'm putting on uh, no nails. Oh. Nail biting. So it's like the old oh. Nintendo cartridge. Nice. 
So I was like last week. Like, I think he's painting his nails, but they, it can't be as simple as that. Yeah, and well, that, turns out it wasn't it, as simple that, as that. That's it. Stop and grow. Available at your local doonies in Gisborne. <laughs> the sponsorship continues. Uh, Matto, where can you be found? Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games, for me, the website is Play2AU. And until next time, uh, save your pennies and go and buy a developer. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag adopt a dev. <laughs> <laughs>